With UPS, Future You gets seriously pumped. As a package handler, you'll have a great job this season. Make up to $20 per hour after bonuses for a 25-hour work week. Future You goes further than you imagine. Find out what you'll become at upsjobs.com. Our covers on point while others stay struggling. If you don't know, better find out. Main event here to prove a point. Number one, best believe that. Don't turn the dial from the main event. 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 Cause all other shows are irrelevant. Wake up, Derby City. You're here with Derby City Game Day, main event sports. We're back in full effect for the first time in a few weeks, y'all. We got Rashawn, Quadruple A Myers. We got uh, the architect himself, Haven Harrington, as well as myself, William Lee Wright, along with our uh, coveted, coveted intern, Mr. Real Rail, in full effect. A lot to talk about today, folks. Uh, We're still getting, getting situated here in the studio. But uh, we got a pretty live show ahead for you all. And welcome to the main event sports show, Derby City Game Day. And it is, in fact, game day. Somewhere, somebody's playing a game. Matter of oh, fact, my, my daughter's playing. She's a cheerleading for her Bloom Bulldogs right now that are playing over at Manuel as we speak. Shout out to Bloom Bulldogs. Yes, indeed. That's yes, what's indeed. up. That's what's up. But you know what? Let's start the show off with a little reminiscing. A little day reminisce over us. And let me uh, talk about our event at Encore Wednesday night. Man, if you guys missed the main event sports show at Encore this past Wednesday, we had for National Signing Day, we had uh, my man Josh Minkins Jr. and Jordan Watkins were in the house signing their national letters of intent to come to the greatness that is the University of Louisville Fighting Cars to beak with teeth. Man, it was an amazing event. First of all, if you've ever seen a, a live main event show, you're missing out. You're completely missing out because not only do you have the main event crew there, but we have our own house band, the Diddly Venoms, in the house with us. Say that again, please, for the people who don't understand you. It sounded like you said Diddly Venoms. I did say Diddly Venoms. That's the name of our house band, the Diddly Venoms. I thought it was Deadly. Deadly Venoms. You said Diddly. (laughs) Deadly Venoms. The Deadly Venoms, yeah. (laughs) There you go. The Deadly Venoms. That makes you feel better. And it was uh, anybody man. who knows the old school kung fu flicks know, knows right, about right. them deadly venoms. The now. deadly venoms, right? That's right. Believe it. I would say the five, but it's only three of them. So you know, it's nah, just it's a, all good. Just the deadly venoms. The deadly venoms, I like it, man. And it was it was a show. My man uh, over here, Rail, aka the real Imperial Rail, you know, blessed us with a couple of freestyle verses. But things after that. You know, we kind of start the show with the band playing, and you know, Rail kind of does nice little intro for us, little freestyle intro. Then Mama Minkins, Josh Minkins' mother, grabbed a microphone and did like a 10-minute freestyle, a, a, a impromptu UofL freestyle. I'm, I'm going to name it, throw your L's up. Man, it, it was crazy. 
It was a so crazy. It's, it's, so for people who missed it, is there somewhere they can catch this at? Where, where can they? Where can they see this at? You can go to our YouTube page tomorrow, and it's going to be up there. And our YouTube page is Main Event Sports Radio on yes, YouTube. Indeed. Check us out, folks. It's, uh, listen, I, I wasn't able to make it, but I have watched the majority of the video footage from it, and it was a party. Do you understand me? It wasn't a signing event. It was a signing party. Uh, local news ch- stations were there to uh, chronicle the event. As he said, we had two new UNL signees that signed uh, their letters of intent live at the main event uh, podcast on on Wednesday night at Encore. Uh, so if you missed it, uh, you definitely missed the party. But yeah, so he said, main, uh, as, as Haven said, main event sports on YouTube. Check out our YouTube page, and you can view the live footage that was obtained from the event. Uh, but no, I, I'm serious. Like the vibe when I watched it, was, it, it was crazy. <laughs> it was insane. It was insane. So uh, then you said it was Mama Minkin, so that was it was Minkin's mother who was doing that freestyle. Yes, yeah, she came up and started freestyling. It was it was bonkers. I'm telling you, it was bonkers. I mean, she freestyled, then she battle rapped my man Rail over here, <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they went back and forth by like 15 minutes battle rapping each other about the greatness that is the University of Louisville. So we we've been talking for people that don't know behind the scenes. We've been talking. We we're trying to make that happen here in the studio. <laughs> we want we want we want the mom, Mama Minkins and Rail battle rap re, the uh, the replay. Yeah, here. That's, that's that's gonna happen. <laughs> we're gonna make that. It's gonna happen. <laughs> look, Rail, Rail's been trying to talk me into. Look, I I have some previous experiences where I. Uh, I wasn't able to hold my tongue while I was. It actually happened at church. <laughs> Doing a Chris, I'm dead serious. The people, people who know me well, my friends from from church who are listening, they remember that. They, I didn't even know that I had said a curse word, <laughs> and they to this day they still bring that up. They said, "Dude, you realize you cussed up on." It was during the Christmas play at church, and they they came to, they came to me at the last minute and asked me to do a to read a rap. It was written on. He kept saying, "Do it on paper." I was reading off paper. This happened at church. I didn't even write the rap. Somebody else wrote it, and they handed it to me. He said, go up there and read it, recite this rap. And I said a cuss word dead in the middle of it. <laughs> you couldn't help yourself, I, you? I swear, and I didn't even know that I did. So, <laughs> Lord, baby, Jesus. Blank, <laughs> right. blank, blank, blank. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, yeah. so I was like, nah, I'm, I think I'm going to pass because I want our show to stay on the air. So. It's like the Death Row Christmas album. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> So that's that's why I've been kind of reluctant to join in, but I, I think we got to make that happen. The Mama Minkins and Rail rematch. Let's Absolutely. do that. I'm Let's do that. You. But hey, <laughs> let all our people know, January the 8th, Encore on 4th Street, we're going to be back in action. Right. Yes, indeed. January the 8th. That's a Wednesday night. As, as Wednesday usual. night. That's, a, that's our 8th. night now. The we, only from seven radio until. show that has their own live band. I just, I just want to <laughs> let you know. How ridiculous the setup is at Encore. It's a beautiful venue right there on 4th Street, right across from the Palace. Um, But it's been an amazing first two shows down there. Uh, Just a great time. The band, the, the, the Deadly Venoms comes through. Uh, with just some, I mean, we had a DJ going. Uh, shout out to my man Z Nice. Uh, he was going. Then the band started just playing with the DJ. So then you had the DJ and the band going together. The main event was doing what we do. Mama Minkus was doing her thing. Like it was an absolutely magical event, man. Y'all got to get out there and see it. It was amazing. No, and yes, shout indeed. out to all the former cards who were, who showed up to to support the the other local cards. You know, the new local cards. My man uh, Michael Josiah. Mike Brown, Josh Meekin Senior. Senior. Obviously, he was going to be there. <laughs> Mr. Nance, who played underneath uh, Charlie Strong, was there. So, you know, a nice little contingent of like local Cardinal 
former Cardinal greats coming out to support the the new generation, the new blood. So I was excited. It was a great event. Yeah, so I, I had some people tell me, they said, yo, you, uh, what's going on at the Palace tonight? They kept asking me. It's like, y'all just rode through there, man, and it's like crazy out on 4th Street. I was like, nah, 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 it's not at the Palace. I said, it's across the street at Encore, and what's going on tonight is main event sports. So no yes. man, apparently man, y'all had it, y'all had it jumping over there. Is what, I, what I'm hearing, man. I mean, it was literally they they talk about six o'clock until we shut the building down. Like nobody wanted to nice. leave. Like it, all, all the way up. Of course, University of Louisville was playing Miami of Ohio that same night, so you had the game going on. Everybody was in there for the signing day. Um, it was just a great time for everybody, man. man. Just, just a big shout out to Encore. Appreciate uh, their collab with the Main Event Sports Show. Um, and everything that, that they're doing to sponsor and be a part of what we do. That live podcast, the Main Event Sports TV Live, is a huge, huge success. Um, and we just continue to want to make it bigger and just grow upon that and what we're doing on Derby City Game Day to just make this thing just k- k- continue to grow. Right. And for our listeners that are, you know, are just getting to know us, um, you know, this is not a new thing. We've been doing the podcast for quite some time. This is just a new location. We exactly. were, we were kind of out of uh, – off the air for for a little while, but now things are fired back up. And speaking of our listeners, man, we got we got our uh, our, our our you know our our usual kickoff text that we had come in already. Uh, y'all know what time it is. Don't <laughs> turn it down from the main event. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? So we just to fire fire us off uh, on this Saturday morning here. So, but no. Uh, speaking of uh, some locations, I, I was out at one of our other uh, sponsors' places last night celebrating my birthday, which was this past Thursday. Uh, as usual, that's where I do my birthday at for the past few years, Chef's Cut Pizza. Uh, I had a wonderful time out there with Chef uh, and his staff, as always. Uh, but I had my wife and my kids with me this time around, man. We had a really, really good time. Uh, Chef was there, you know, as, as you know, when you catch him in there, he's chopping it up with everybody. Everybody's walking in. He's making them feel like family. My wife said, man, he, know, he knows everybody. I said, you have no idea. You Not literally have no idea. So. Nah, Chef John, man, just uh, you know, mate, Chef's Cut and what they've been able to do, and just all our great sponsors, man. Like we don't just talk about them. No, no, you know that that is like a way of life. All our people, man, we appreciate greatly. John Rayleigh out there, Chef oh, John, oh, the executive gosh. chef. He's an executive chef. Like he just does pizza. He's a chef. That happens to do pizza. Yes. Okay. He's not a he's not a pizza entrepreneur. Okay. So when you go out there, you're talking about everything is wonderful. Everything. That's when we talk about yes. the wings and you talk about the sandwiches and you talk about the pizzas. Everything is with that chef's, uh, you know, that he puts his own little something something on the end. You if can you know tell what I mean. that chef prepared. It. Absolutely. You know, it's not just a pizza. I had the barbecue chicken pizza and I uh, had the wings and the mm. salad. We used the Groupon. The Groupon, like you said, like I said, you can check you them out. Love that Groupon. Yeah, no, and I've been holding on to this Groupon for a while. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've been holding on to it, and actually, they didn't let me redeem it. They said, "No, this is your, you know, you celebrating your birthday." My wife's birthday was last week. So they said, no, 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 you keep that, you know, but this is on the house. No, so they wouldn't let me redeem it. But they have a Groupon that you can get, you know, it comes with a pizza, wings, and salad for two or for four. Uh, so if you want to check them out, you know, that first time out on a, on a budget just to make sure it's something that you're serious about and that we're telling the truth, go on Groupon and purchase that Groupon. 9901 LaGrange Road. Get out there, tell Chef that you heard about him on the main event sports show. Um, they are a great friend of the show. They do so much to support us. Please get out there, support our sponsors, um, and just continue uh, to show love to them. They show love to us. We show love to y'all. That's how we do. It's like the circle of life right there. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Rashawn with the with the biology uh, <laughs> reference right there. You know That's what I'm saying? saying? Hey. The circle of life, man. But, hey, fellas, we got so much to get into. Um, you know, outside of the great event, 
the reason that we were there. Um, I feel like that's the best way to, to, to kick everything off is just to kind of talk about National Signing Day. The University of Louisville uh, brings in 25 uh, sparkling new little toys to the, to the football program, um, including the two young men that signed with us. I, you know, a lot of people want to continue to talk about Chubba Purdy and the fact that he decommitted from the University of Louisville. People want to talk about Josh, Josh Griffiths and the fact that he pretty much played UofL, um, you know, to drum up excitement just to end up committing back to Florida State. But when you talk about the young men that they have signed, in, including Yaya Diagabi, who just signed it, defensive end, the number three junior college defensive end, uh, six foot four, 255 pounds. Um, Yaya made his commitment, another ex- uh, outstanding defensive line prospect, as well as uh, Henry Bryant. Um, you know, those two guys right there on that defensive line, as well as the rest of the, the great signees, including Kobe Baines on the offensive line, Tim Lawson, another uh, big time offensive lineman. This University of Louisville team put Put together a spectacular signing class. I know people always want to get caught up in the rain, rankings and the fact that Kentucky had such a great signing day. I give Coach Stoops all the credit in the world. But I let mean, me tell they you something. had. I mean, Coach Stoops. I, I'm about to give it to him. Coach Stoops is a lot of stars. Kentucky. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I heard Man, so many Kentucky stars. signings day was. I was like, like, how many? How many? Four and five? What? I mean, those guys. I mean, Stoops killed it. I yeah, mean, this, that's but I, I just want to let everybody it. know. If you want to know how good Coach Satterfield is at locating and finding talent, regardless of what that star rating but, is. But you get, go, off, get off Stu's strap. You, you go look. <laughs> get off his strap. Yo, that's enough. Hey. You, going you go look at the 12-1 and <laughs> Appalachian State Mountaineers football program. And there's a lot of young men on there that was basically no stars. And that team is one of the best teams in the country. Uh, and they have some of the better, uh, you know, more, more talented his players. players in the country. Say that. All his, his players. players. His players, All his right. Players. Like, Coach Satterfield recruited so well that he just got – the Appalachian State coach a job at Missouri (laughs) after one year on on, on the uh, staff. So, you know, let's not, you know, start throwing this uh, team under the bus and saying, oh, you know, this Louisville class isn't good enough. They're not rated high enough. Uh, Everybody knows football recruiting is literally the most subjective thing in the world because these players aren't out there together. You have a lot of players playing offense that end up on defense, guys that are playing quarterback in high school that end up as defensive backs, linebackers. So, you know, it's all about finding the right guys that fit your system and putting them into your system. I don't think anybody thought Javian Hawkins was going to be a guy who what ends up with 1,400 yards rushing, uh, you know, 11, 12 rushing touchdowns. Uh, now they're talking about him, him as a Heisman can, uh, candidate next year. Uh, you know, nobody would have thought that any of those things happened. So I understand that everybody gets so caught up in rankings. But, Haven, you know that this has been a thing of mine for a long time. I don't get caught up in the rankings. I know it's nice. I know that having a quote-unquote four-star guy is great and all. But last time I checked, Makai Becton was the three-star kid coming out of high school. Okay, he was not a super, super high-rated four, five-star guy, and he's going to be a first-round I will round say talent. this. Last time I checked, UK's four-star offensive lineman controlled our twos and three-star defensive line. Did they control what Makai Becton did? But do no, no, hey, you want some UK stuff real hard this I'm morning, just, man? What's no, going on? Well, well, I was about to transition to I know Rashawn likes this whole spill about like ranking stars don't matter, but when's the last time you saw a team Dude. in the college playoff hey. with two or three star athletes? Yeah, 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 but hey, None. St- stick to the when's script, the last though, time? brother. Listen, no, hey, let, let me no, no. we hate UK here. Look, you know what I said? You know what I said when they won the 2012 championship? They suck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> look, 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 let's stick to the script, man. What are Let you doing? Check, because you know what? 
I am. I like to. Th- I'm a U of L fan. Yes, but I also like to be a. a, a I like to be objective. No, and look Haven, at not when it comes really to UK. Let's yes, do, we don't I, have to. I, I like to be but we objective. don't have to, Haven. And I, I'm going to say this about Louisville's class. I think this is a great class. This is this class, to me, is a good foundation in which to build upon for Man, the future. Man, when you look at the time, we got a break coming up. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, this is a good foundation to build upon the future. I know I know a lot of UL fans are kind of worried because we lost our, the star recruiter class, Chubba Purdy. I'm not worried about that because that was a quarterback position, a position that we actually already have. You know, so I, several guys. Yeah, we have several guys already. Yeah, and several guys actually could play pretty well. So I'm not worried about that. To me, this was all about you need to get the defense shored up, you need to get the offensive line shored up, and that's exactly what they did. They got the defensive line, got some depth there, got some talent, yeah. and they got some talent on the offensive line. Hey, I, I'm gonna tell, and that was like my whole point. I wasn't getting into oh well, Kentucky with their five star guy. Okay, all I was saying yeah, was yeah, that let's slow down. In they, they football, did good. in they football, did good. guys. That are all types of star ratings end up becoming great players. Yes. So it's all about finding the talent, finding the guys that fit your system, and plugging them in. The recruiting rankings, a lot of that just has to do with what name is on the front of your jersey. Very much so. Has a lot to do with it. That was my only point with that. So what's going to happen with these guys? How good are they? Time will tell. Yes, indeed. On that. Yes, so indeed. I mean, but I just want to give look, a shout out to Coach Satterfield, man, because he did a great job yes, of indeed. getting good players. Yes, and there are some to players Satterfield. on here. Look at you, all over nervous and everything, breaking stuff. <laughs> That's what you get. But look, we're coming up on our first break this morning, folks. But look, we got a text message that just came in. They they like, look, I don't want to talk about this. I'm ready to talk about next Saturday already. We're going to hold off, though, until we come back. This text message right here, yo, he's laying it out. He's got stats and everything. I love it. Yo, I love it. Hey, hey. The dream game is about to go down. <laughs> it's about to go down. Uh, Kentucky, like, Kentucky has a little business. They got to lose again today yeah. first. But then once they once they lose again today, again to Ohio State, yes. uh, then, then we can look forward to this UFL-UK matchup. But absolutely, we're definitely talking dream game. So if you want to give us a call, 502-8150-939. Love to hear from you. Hear your thoughts on the recruiting class. Hear your thoughts on UFL-UK. We don't have to like wait for the next game. Who, nah. gives a, who gives a crap if Kentucky wins or loses? I would love to talk about that. Um, if you want to give us a text in 502-3831-939 as well um give us a text in hey you know what we're gonna go ahead and hit this first break this is Rashawn william haven here this is derby city game day the main event sports crew coming to you live from the palatial studios of 93.9 deville and hey we'll be back No, I was I messed up on because they literally handed me a piece of paper. And welcome back to the main event sports show. We are in the house. Derby City Game Day taking care of you guys, counting you down to your Saturday afternoon slate of football. We got football, we got bowl games today. NFL. NFL going on today. We got uh, college basketball. College hoops is, is uh, heating up, even though Haven will tell you no one cares about basketball. Last I checked this in the state of Kentucky, basketball is still king. No, 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 no. Get it right. I said nobody cares about college basketball outside of Kentucky, well, this Indiana, is, and North Carolina. We live Kentucky. in one of those three states that people actually pay attention okay. to college basketball. All right, that, that's fine. Nice. So just remember, can basketball is still king here. Trying to hear all that. But, you know, I, hey, 
very, very excited about what's going down with this University of Louisville basketball team. I know people uh, have gotten, a, you know, the, the Louisville offense has been a little disjointed. The last few games have been a little ugly. Miami of Ohio uh, was not the prettiest thing. It was a late game. It was 8.30 right before Christmas break. Uh, Louisville kind of slept walked through the whole game. Um, you know, I think the kind of the Louisville women kind of went through that same thing down at UT Martin where they had to go to double overtime uh, to beat UT Martin. Um, but uh, I think it was all about just getting by those games, especially once you get this close to that game, you know, that big game. Um, people are just ready for something. Like, you know, Miami, Ohio is not going to um, move the needle. It's not going to move the needle at all. Um, so, you know, it, it's time. It's time to talk about that red versus blue. Um, of course, Kentucky went out on the road on Wednesday night uh, at 11 o'clock tip-off in Vegas. Crazy. Uh, which is just, I don't know what that was about. Uh, 11 o'clock tip-off in Vegas versus Utah. UK goes down to defeat to the Fighting Utes. Um, they play they're again not a very today. good Utah team at that. Yeah, I mean, they're okay. They're, they're, they're an they're, okay they're team, very, very young. Um, well, what, what there was about know. time zone wise, it's eight o'clock in it's, Vegas. Yes, it was eight o'clock ve- in, in time in Vegas. Right. Um, UK, of course, heading out to I believe it said they're going to be playing in LA. They're going to be playing Ohio State at the um, CBS Sports uh, Classic or Invitational, whatever they're calling that made for TV event. But they're going to be taking on Ohio State, a team who uh, prior to uh, losing uh, to Minnesota on the road by fifteen. Uh, was a team poised to become the number one team in the country. Some were saying that they were playing maybe the best of anybody in the country. Um, UK takes those guys on today. I expect that's probably going to be a loss. But all that we've seen, these Kentucky teams, even in the year where Louisville was a national championship winner in 2013, Louisville struggled to beat a team with Ryan Harrow and a bunch of other guys, uh, you, you know, on their way to a championship. Yes, indeed. What do you guys expect to see out of this team? Do you think that's going to be, um, you know, do, do you think it's going to be competitive? Like, I, I don't really know what to look at. Because when I look at these two teams right now, I see Louisville, a team that's rated right now as a number two adjusted defensive team in the country. Okay, one of, one of, if not the best defensive team in the country, a team that has maybe the best offensive player in the country in Jordan Wara. To me, Louisville looks like a much better basketball They look like team. a much better basketball They're deeper. team. They have more talent, especially in the wings and down low. I think UK may have a slight edge in guard play. But this is UVL Kentucky. It doesn't matter. Somebody, some six man off the bench that we never heard of. <laughs> Dominique Hawkins. That, that's never played a minute of basketball. Wukash Orbzut. Will come in and score like 17 points. And UVL will start the game like with 12 fouls. Dude, let me go ahead and say this. UVL is now they have, they're confident. They have the confidence that they need to beat UK, whereas in years past, we've seen it. They walk out on that court. They freeze up. They act like they don't know what they're there for. They act like they don't know what's going on. We have people chiming in about this already. We have the phone lines lighting up. We have the text line lighting up. Uh, We're going to go ahead and take our first phone call. You're on live, Derby City Game Day with Main Event Sports. Caller, what's your name and what's your comment? Uh, This is David. All right, David, go ahead with your comment. How you doing, David? Uh, first of all, I want to uh, talk about the recruiting class. I think we did good on there, but I think we still need to get a little more beef inside on the on the defensive line if we're going to play a two-gap defense or a gap defense. Um, you know, it, it, we just don't sometimes have the pedigree of Georgia in them right now, but I think it's coming if we keep the staff together, you know, how it goes, you know, make the jobs come through. Uh, as far as basketball, um, you know, 
it's better this year, better, great. I love it. Uh, but the inconsistencies for a team that's a veteran team sometimes with the guard play and things like that, you think they would be a little bit more focused uh, and things play with a chip on their shoulder with all they've been through the last few years, especially some of these players uh, that's been on this team that's been through there. Everybody on this team should kind of, you know, lead the way and have a chip on their shoulder, a big chip on their shoulder, for, for example. Um, uh, just some of the alibi shots being taken, it seems like there's a little uh, arrogance there, which I don't mind that. But let's just be a little bit smarter because, you know, if we have this type of team that we're parading around, you know, let's, let's, let's just make it happen. You know, let's just work hard, keep focused, and, uh, you know, working hard. Just some of the inconsistencies on, on a veteran team should be going on right now. Uh, Man, I, I, can, I completely talk. agree. Uh, also, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not down on Chris Mack, but I do get tired of uh, the third time I think I heard him say he's gotten out coached. Uh, I don't like to keep hearing that. You know, just just this just, just play and coach and then this team. You know, nobody needs to hear that. You know, I'm just being real with it. You know, uh, I love it. I'm, I'm a diehard car fan, but something is just comments just ill advised to me. So, uh, with that being said, uh, uh, Billy, what's going on? MSD's in the house. Uh, man, that's what's uh, up. I'd like to hear your thoughts. Go ahead. <laughs> man, thank, thank you for calling in, call. man. Hey, man. Glad to hear from you. Appreciate the call, David. No, and I think you're right. The the, the whole the comment of uh, you know I, I'm getting I got out coached. Yeah, I, I didn't like that the last time when when Louisville uh, lost the game up there in MSG uh, when they were taking on uh, uh, Chris Beard and the guys from Texas Tech. Um, but no, I, I think that this Louisville team, while they are a veteran team. They unfortunately are taking over with a new guy running the, the team. The, the point guard position is a position in flux, and I think that's why you can have a veteran team that kind of goes through some of the struggles that they have is because you have Darius Perry in there, a guy who's not really been used to being the alpha male, the go-to point guard there. Um, you know, you're trying to work in fresh Kimball, once again, a graduate transfer guy who's brand new to the system. And then, of course, you have a freshman in David Johnson who has shown some flashes and has shown the ability of why uh, the coaching staff was so high on him early on in the uh, in, in the uh, spring sessions when he first got to campus. Um, but it is a position in flux, and I think that's what excites you about Louisville. Louisville's already a very good team, but they are a team that can get considerably better as that point guard position continues to grow. So I think we're just going to have to kind of deal with those bumps and bruises. The one thing I wish Coach Mack would do is have a little bit more grace for the freshmen. Like David Johnson, um, you know, Sam Williamson, even Josh Nickelberry. I think these young guys are not getting nearly enough playing time. Like Coach Mack, to me, seems like a guy who loves the fact that his older players, his players that have been around for a year now, understand the pack line defense, understand the rotations, they're not going to get lost, and they're not going to make the mistakes. And to me, it's almost like nails on a chalkboard for him every time they miss a rotation. Man. That's the truth, man. Yeah. And shout out to my, my MSD family for listening. Thanks for giving us that call, Dave. And uh, you know, it's uh it's a lot that it has to uh happen for for Chris Mack to get adjusted to being in this ACC uh lineup. There are a lot of coaches who who are gonna out coach him. And he knows that now, whether or not he needs to come out and say that after the fact, that's one thing or another. Yeah, but that was but, pretty obvious. Though. Yeah, it's I mean, obvious. It was pretty obvious he got out coached. I mean, that was that was on display for the world that you just got out coached. But you know, to me, Rashawn, I, I agree with you in this one. I, I believe that you need to go ahead and take your bumps and bruises. If if you think Johnson can be your starting point guard, can be the guy that can initiate your offense and get things going, then let him take his bumps and bruises now before tournament play really gets into effect and let him like 
on-the-job training. I, and, and I'm going to keep it real, fellas. One thing that is the elephant in the room that people don't necessarily want to talk about, when you have a McDonald's All-American and Sammy Williamson on the bench and he's getting like six and seven minutes, that does not look good for recruiting because you best believe when coaches are out there, they're recruiting these kids and saying, you don't want to go to Louisville, man. Look, he's got a McDonald's All-American. Sammy Williamson supposed to be the best this, that, and the third, and he can't get off the bench for five minutes. Like, that – is negative recruiting talk that Rick Pitino had to deal with for years yeah. that he did not pe- play true. freshman. So, I mean, that's one thing that has to be a consideration of Chris Mack as well. So you got to let these, uh, you know, let the young boys off the reins. You know, let and, them and, make and mistakes. And especially while the schedule is weak. You right. Know, well, it's over with now. Well, so yeah, we have now. Kentucky in the ACC schedule. But, yeah, when, we're here. but when the schedule was weak, got to let them play. Why is Ryan McMahon playing 38 minutes against, you know, directional you? You know what I mean? Like yeah, He doesn't need to. It just doesn't make any sense. We're like, well, Ryman, man, you know what you're going to get. Right. You know what you're going to get. So don't do it. Let the young guys play. Let them take your bumps and bruises. Find a way to get Perry to be the two guard because he's not a point guard. I I love the brother. He has skills. He can score. He's gotten a lot better. But he is a two guard. You know, the same situation with when Rick was here with Edgar Sosa. Absolutely. And Peyton Seaver. You tried to make Edgar Sosa because he was the upper class. We tried to make him a point guard. He was not a point guard. He was a two guard. When he killed. Same thing with Russ Smith and Terry Rozier. Yeah. When, you had when, when, he killed, when he killed Texas A&M yeah. in, the, um, um, in the tournament, he was a two guard. He made him a point guard. He disappeared. He placed with Calipari in, in Cuba for like six months. As a two guard. As a two guard. And was about to get drafted. Yeah. Well, look, we got somebody. We got a few people chiming in on the text yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. What's the text line? And it's getting very about? real. Look, straight up, this is the first one. 11 points, 10 rebounds, and one three pointer. This is the total from four card players in last year's UK game Perry McMahon, Sutton, and Williams. If we get this same lack of production again, we will get ran out of corrupt arena. Hey, that's real. I mean, but you know what? And the one thing I don't want to say is people want to talk about, oh, Louisville's lost so many in a row. Oh, Louisville always plays bad against Kentucky. Oh, it's always in our heads. None of that has anything to do with Chris Mack and how he prepares a basketball team. Last year, Louisville Louisville was very shorthanded last year. I disagree. You look at the guys who were on the team. You look at who they had to work with last year. Louisville was playing basically with one hand tied behind their back. Tyler Hero had a great game. Kelton Johnson had a great game. His only good collegiate game Um, came against us. No, but I mean, Hero played pretty well last year. After that game, like basically from that point moving forward, he was outstanding for Kentucky. And I mean, he he never played that good the rest of the season. Louisville was pretty shorthanded last year, but let me tell you something when Chris Mack was at Xavier. Okay, Cincinnati with Mick Cronin dominated that rivalry with Xavier when Chris Mack first got there. The first couple of years, he didn't have the guys there. He didn't have his um, system of toughness, physicality, and pretty much we're not going to take nothing off nobody type of attitude. Okay, but once he got his guys in there and those guys understood that system, they dominated that rivalry with Cincinnati. I believe they won seven of their last eight before he left as the coach. Um, So, you know, when you talk about Chris Mack, he understands a nasty, ugly rivalry. That Cincinnati-Xavier rivalry is about as nasty as anybody. I mean, they literally shut it down because of the fighting and the threats. They shut it down for a couple years. So he understands the importance of it, and he understands how to get a team prepared for it. But last year, they were extremely shorthanded. This year, I think they have a lot more to work with, and I think they're going to be ready. We got another one coming in on the text line. Main event sports, first-time listener and texter. Show has been great. Just wanted to say Kentucky is going down by 10. L1C4 from the 859. Somebody from Lexington. I love it. Somebody from Lexington. 
I Chime love it. in. Kentucky's going down by 10. I'm telling you, like, to me, I, I know that it's a rivalry game, and I know Kentucky is going – there's going to be some guys who get in foul trouble, even though Louisville is a, a team that does not foul. I mean, foul trouble hasn't been a story at all oh, this year. they will get Kentucky. But they're going to have, you know, a guy who picks – like, Stephen Enoch already has two fouls. Like, I, I feel like he's going to be the guy. <laughs> he said before the tip-off. Absolutely. Like, to <laughs> he me, comes out I'm starting at eight in the gay hind. Like, <laughs> Walking too fast. I, <laughs> I mean, you know, you, don't, you never want to change things up in a rivalry game because that tends to get in players' heads. But, you know, if you start Aiden the Gay High and let him pick up two cheap fouls early, I would be okay with that. Then let Williams and Enoch do their thing. But, no, I think that it's going to be a different beast. I feel that Jordan Wara is the best player, and he will be the best player on the court down there. And this is a game we saw. We've seen it in Lexington before where a Taekwon Dean comes out on the road and dominates Kentucky in Rupp Arena. We've seen T. T Will, Terrence Williams, come out dominate on the road yeah, in Rupp Arena. Time ago. I mean, but, no, but <laughs> He's going back. I, I We've mean, seen but, Never Nervous Purvis. Louisville has gone on the road and had some nice performances against Kentucky. Yeah, so it can it's be been done. a while though, you know, It's been a while. <laughs> That's why no, you had to you know go what? down that line like but you Honestly, the problem is right now. Then, of course, Louisville fans should have hope. But I know it's hard to have hope when Rick Pitino got the, just got to hand it to him. What was every it? Lost year. eight of nine, I believe. Yes. Yeah, and that was, it was including tournament losses too. Oh. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean he he could not beat Calipari to save his life. No matter what Rick did, he just he just could not do it. But like I said, Mac is new. Mac is different. We have a better team. We have a deeper team. This will be the first time in a long time that Louisville's coming with like more talent, with better depth. But they have the referees. But you know what? Let's talk about that more on the other side of break. And on the other side of break, we may do our, our new segment of the day, my rant of the day. Mm, I like that. I'm feeling something new. Something new. Something new for the 1-9 before you go to the 2-0. I like it. The, the new decade. I mean, it's hard to imagine like a new decade, but before I go out a new decade. So I'm going to take us out. When we come back, we're going to continue talking about UofL UK, my rant of the day. And we got a very special end of the show just in time for Christmas. Welcome back to Main Event Sports Derby City Game Day. We're live here in the studios at 93.9 Neville. Got Rayshawn. Have just stepped out for a second, but we got Reverend Rail. About to set it off here in a few minutes for you all. Our Christmas spectacular. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's Christmas about to go down. Queens, man, man, you already know, man. I'm going to start <laughs> up rocking it, uh, pop locking up in this joint, man. And I'm going I'm to uh, uh, windmill right out to the to the rescue squad, outside to the, to, to the ambulance. They're going to have to take me to the to the emergency room after all of that, though. But no, welcome back to the uh, Derby City Game Day, you all. Uh, feel free to give us a call, 8150-939. Uh, feel free to shoot us a text. 31, 38, 38, 31, 39. Yeah, it's, 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 it's lit up in here, you all. Everybody's chiming in. We got the, the, the game coming up this next Saturday, the UofL UK the game, game. The dream game, man. It's going down. People already chiming like, in. I, I wonder if the young people still call it the dream game. Like, you know, like. Now, you know what, man? I found that the young people uh, I have a thing of doing this new generation. 
they just take everything we got and they flip it. Yeah. So it's like they they just anti everything old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they just don't want to do nothing like us. So they, yeah, they probably call it something like the nightmare game. <laughs> knowing, knowing them, that's what they're doing right now. It's like, yeah, they call it the dream game. We're gonna call it the nightmare game. Uh, it ain't I, even gotta make sense. I tell you what, the, I heard it was the battle of the bluegrass. The battle of the, the bluegrass. Battle of the bluegrass. I like that too. I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm saying. I mean, it, it is the greatest rivalry in all of college basketball. I'm not trying to hear that North Carolina Duke stuff. That that's the sweater vest rivalry. You know what I'm saying? Them, them guys going <laughs> the Argyle sock yeah, rivalry. Yeah, yeah, they going out to have a Zima after game win or lose. So you know, like, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do you it. know, look, Louisville and Kentucky. It's it's nasty. It's ugly. Everybody's in everybody's face all the time. Especially after the beatdown Kentucky put on Louisville in uh-huh. the uh, in the football game. Yeah, it's time for some everybody get back, wasn't man. in everybody's face after that. Well, U of L fans and uh, kind of tucked our heads between was a our beat down. <laughs> so, like good, good, good game. We saw you UK fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Y'all, y'all pretty tough. That was a beat down. So no, we we actually got a text for those of you who might not have been listening in. We got a text from a a Lexingtonian, a Lexingtonian U of L fan. There's like three of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. It's dangerous <laughs> living in Lex. Hey, behind enemy lines, man. I was in Lexington for two years in school, man. And listen, and when I finished my engineering degree, it, it's dangerous <laughs> living in Lexington as a U of L fan. You can't. <laughs> it's not like here in Louisville where you can fly your flag and. You know, right. it's people are cordial. They're gonna egg your car. Yo, <laughs> you ri- try riding around Lexington with some U some U of L stuff on your car. Hey, I remember. I do it all the time. Yeah, on your way to Louisville. My sister, <laughs> my sister went to UK, and when Rick Patino got hired, I went down to uh, to visit her, and I wore my Got Patino shirt. You remember those Got Patino? Yeah, because they had the Got yeah, milk, yeah. but they had I had my Got Patino shirt. And when I was down there, Jules Kamara looked like he wanted to fight me because I had that Guy Patino shirt on. Yo, when I, I got a story about Campus. Jules Kamara. Right? <laughs> uh, when, oh, when is, 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 it, is it okay for the air? Yeah, yeah it is. It is. Like, They're they going to have to check with me from now on. Yeah. Now, I, I told him that story earlier. But no, I used to, look, I used to see him in, in, the, in the courtyard behind the classroom building like every day, every other day. Yes. He would always speak. You know what I mean? So this is two, 2001. This was my last semester at UK. Yes. Um, uh, season opening game for them And I think that first home game Was against mm-hmm. Western Kentucky And yes. everybody knows I'm a Western Kentucky alum as well Right So I'm down in the In the, in the, in the lobby of the dorm cheering, And I didn't even know Western was coming to town Right I'm walking through The classroom building that day I see the campus newspaper Front page article Where he's in interviewing Dennis Felton Yes Said you know The Hilltop is coming to town They had the nerve to ask Dennis Felton Do you think you all Actually have a chance to win <laughs> I'm, I'm serious In the article oh, yeah. They quoted him He said what well, if I didn't think We had a chance I wouldn't be here Chris Marcus was on the team, but yeah. was hurt. He was didn't hurt. even play. Yeah, it was Patrick Sparks. I'm sitting in the in the lobby of the dorm going nuts as Weston is, is beating him, right? Next day in the courtyard, Jules looks me dead in my face and doesn't say a word. And I'm like, could word have got back to him that I was cheering for Weston? You know like it, it did. I feel like it was. Yeah, <laughs> look at that quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all know that bow-legged guy? Yeah, yeah. It's on. <laughs> on site. You know what I'm saying? He was cheering for Western last night. Now, you know the black population in UK. Right. It's like 12 people. And they yes, all know indeed. each other. Yes, indeed. So, so yeah, it travels you, pretty fast. You it's got like a phone on. tree. Yeah, somebody yeah. told on me. So somebody ratted on you. <laughs> somebody ratted you out. Yo, we got another one coming in on the text line, man. It says, uh, car, cars are going to roll these fools. <laughs> look. Hey, hey, you, you know, know what? what? You know what? Next week, I want to hear everybody's it. best smack talk. I mean, just bring it. Yes, indeed. Because we're, we're on before the game. Yeah, just just bring the smack. Hey, I'm with it, man. Y'all know, hey, as we know last week, that's I the, hear the about, whole show was about I want to hear talk. about people talking about UK fans and their transistor radios <laughs> sitting out in their lawn chairs in front of their trailers in East Kentucky trying to get that UK game 
crying into their little handkerchiefs and their overalls as the cars lay that beat down on them in corrupt arena. Yes, I want to hear some of that best smack talk. Y'all, y'all oh, know absolutely. we love it. All, all, the whole entire show last week was about smack talk. It was our, our beef show. Yeah, you, Unfortunately, you it wasn't here for it. But I, I think that the, 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 the uh, olive branch has been extended. Yes. And everything is smoothed over. You know what I'm saying? So we, we good now with the with the, the daily show. I got, I got a lot of feedback from the beef show. Everybody loved that. That's man. what's up. That's they what's they up. Loved it, you know, next week is a good time to start some beef, man. Let's yeah, talk I'm, about I'm it some serious I, I'm a, all, all my UK fans, all my UofL fans, but you know what? I've talked to a lot of my UK fans. Yeah, are they nervous? No. They have, they have come to me, pulled me to the side, and was like, Haven, I'm not sure Calipari can coach <laughs> <laughs> like so you get you get that full lifetime contract, right. and they just now realizing that he's never been a good. They, coach. they don't think he's earning that nine million dollars a year. Either. Man, oh my god, <laughs> nine million a year, nine million a year to get beat by Evansville. I can do that. Hey, <laughs> hey man, for half the price, right? Oh uh, man, so, so talk hey, about it. So hey, are are you gonna unveil our newest? Segment, sir. I, I'm yes. very. I've been waiting with bated breath. You've been talking about it all week. Uh, you know, I've been waiting to see. Uh, you know what what you have for us. So go ahead. This I, is my and this 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 rant's gonna hurt my heart, but I have to do it as a Dallas Cowboys fan. I have to do it. You know what? My Cowboys came out there last week and took care of business against the Los Angeles Rams. They were unstoppable. Guys wide open, running willy-nilly. My man running all over him. Dak Prescott throwing laser darting strikes all over the field. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Ezekiel Elliott running wild. It's fool's gold. You know what? I'm a, I'm a Cowboys fan. But what? I, I have to be real. No. I don't care. I'm not on the hype train. I'm not getting on a hype train to Dallas Cowboys until you losers can win a playoff game. Oh. Just one hey. playoff game, it, it, you're bums. If y'all, you guys went one and five against teams with a winning record. I'm, and I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm saying this. I had Cowboys dudes come out the woodwork talking about we're back. No, we're not back. We are not back. We're not America's team. Until you can win a playoff game, sit down and shut up. And speaking of the Cowboys – I'm going to keep on going with the whole NFC East. The NFC East yeah, yeah, should go ahead <laughs> and give up the playoff spot right now. Yeah, they do not Haven deserve right it. Now. He looks like he's in a wrestling interview, right? <laughs> he's standing there doing his hands. Well, yo, I swear it like a pre-wrestling match interview. They do not Ooh, deserve yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Haven they do not deserve <laughs> You know what? I, I could do it like a professional wrestling if I wanted to. But no, the NFC East should go ahead and forfeit their playoff spot to somebody who cares. To somebody who actually has a winning record. The Eagles are trash. This game against the Cowboys Eagles, nobody cares. Somebody's going to get that playoff spot. Somebody probably play at home, which they don't deserve to play at home. And they're going to get blown out by whoever they play against. Give to somebody else, okay? Eagles, you're trash. You're just straight trash. Almost as bad as the Cowboys. You had to hold on to beat the hapless Giants. They had to hold on and pray for help to beat the horrible Washington Redskins. Dude, give it up. The whole NFC East, like I said, is straight trash and should give it up. You know what? 
Why am I talking about the NFC yeah, East? Whose rant is this supposed to be? Like, <laughs> I know. This, this is my NFL rant. This that. this is the whole NFL rant. This is my rant today about the whole NFL, the playoff system, especially as, as it concerns my Cowboys and but, NFC but, East. But it's, I, I, I ain't think this is supposed to be your segment, though, Avery. Hey? <laughs> Did you just hijack my man's segment? <laughs> Go ahead and shoot it off. Let this nah. man get his segment off, man. His, his segment's coming up. Yo, look, look, look. We, 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 we will end the show, my man. We got this. Yeah, yeah. And, and we, we doing the freestyle? At the end of the yeah. show. We'll end it. We'll end it, my man, bro. At the Let end of the, the show. Let the macho man, Haven Savage, have his time, man. You know what I'm saying? Let Haven Savage do what he does. Thank do. you. Thanks. See, now. Looking like he about to land a plane over here the way he's moving his arms. That's, you know what? I kind of forgot while I was going out. You kind of stopped me. My, <laughs> my little rant. You were talking about the NFL. And yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Cowboys, the, Eagles. The Cowboys, Eagles. I talked about the Giants being straight trash. They should give it up. Don't, don't forget the Redskins. Oh. The whole NFC East is so straight trash. They should just pack up and go home right now. Just go on vacation. Do what you guys going to do. You do not deserve to win the playoffs. Give that they spot to somebody else. tickets, believe that. <laughs> and I want to give a big shout-out to the Black Hole, to Raider Nation. They played their last game this past week and lost. But it's okay, though. As usual. I'm going to miss having the Raiders in Oakland because the Raiders in Oakland – it's something about just being in Oak Town. The Raiders just need to be in Oak Town. They're gonna be in Vegas, some pretty shiny lights, all that stuff. With the with the, the nice state. That stadium's baller. I'm not gonna lie. That stadium hey, is hey, like. Then it's not gonna make joint. a difference. That it's a, yeah, you know you're right because it's still gonna suck. But that's New okay state, though. Same losers. That hey, is true. Hey, hold on now. Hold on now. Slow down look, on the Raiders Car- real quick. Look, look, Derek Carr's a bum. We know this. We all know Derek Carr's a bum. You guys have never won a real game with Derek Carr's a quarterback. That's true. It just is what it is. It is true. It just is what it is. But that's okay. That's okay. But you know what? I want to give big ups to my man, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is about to revolutionize NFL football, but not the way you think. You're not going to see a bunch of running quarterbacks come in because there's only one Lamar Jackson. There's only one guy that can do what Lamar can do. But what Lamar's about to do with the NFL is I'm going to call it the collegeification of the NFL. You're going to start to see more college-style offenses permeate the NFL. You already see that now. The Bears have RPOs for Mitch Trubisky, probably the worst quarterback in the NFL. Man, I saw Jameis Winston. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I had to think about this. Like, eh. You don't have to think about that. But Mitch, Mitch is pretty bad. But you know what? I'm, I'm going to end my NFL rant because coming up, we're going to end this show because it's Christmas coming up. I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas because, you know, Christmas happens Wednesday. I want to have a good time. The Many of the Sports Show wish everybody a Merry Christmas. So we're going to end our show very festive on a festive note. So for all you guys who missed what we did at Encore with our freestyle battle, about to give it to you live right now. With my man, the real Imperial Rail, he's going to do a nice little Christmas freestyle on our way out to end the show. We got the beat. Drop that beat for us. Oh, man. Money Mitch got it. I mean, Money Mitch. The Pat Jackers got it. My man, Patty Ice. technical difficulty but we back here we go it's that time of year filled with joy and glee santa's coming to leave the gifts under the tree 
He done wrote out a list about who naughty and nice Pray that you been good, he been checking it twice Leave out plenty cookers and milk, the kind that he like Due to these new recruits, the card's future is bright Brighter than Rudolph knows, now let's go win us a bowl Don't let nobody try you, send them dogs back by the bayou You was born to be champs, and you know it's the truth As far as Wildcats go, go and show them the proof They was born to lose, down in corrupt arena Y'all the greatest team ever, tell them nobody can see you we the real music city, cause we control it with soul. Anybody that doubt it, come on, we showing proof. Tell them ho, 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 that's what Santa Claus said. But we gon' put L's all on top of your head. Y'all understand how it go when it's the end of it now. This is Christmas festive season, it's about to go down. Bop. Hey. The best compliment you can give somebody who does a freestyle that dope is to say, Man, you wrote that. <laughs> that was the dopest, man. The dopest. Look, signing off, man. We got it. Last text came in. Cowboys fans think they got it bad. Imagine being a Steelers fan and a Louisville fan and having to cheer for Lamar. Pray for me, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Merry Christmas from the main event sports show from Derby City Game Day from 93.9 DeVille to everybody out there. Continue to show love to the main event. Get out there, 9901, The Chef's Cut, 9901, LaGrange Road. Continue to uh, to push out our sponsors. Show that. But Merry Christmas to everyone. Fellas, Merry Christmas, Merry Will. Christmas Haven. from the Derby City Game Day. Will, yeah, I appreciate that. Hey, that's real Imperial Rail. Look him up yes, everywhere. Imperial Real Rail on Spotify. All streaming, all streaming social media sites. Check him out. Check out Merry Christmas. Anywhere you like music, I'm there. Imperial appreciate you, Real Patty Rail. Ice. Hey, and like we like to end every show. Without any struggle. There is no progress. Peace.